Hey guys, what's up? Hello, hello, hello. We are back in full effect. It's been, wow, it's been a while. We won't even get into it. But the last time we were on here a couple weeks ago, um, the one constant thing is we are still in social distancing, quarantine mode. So, you know, this is just a continuance <laughs> of all of that. We were so confused. Those we were. Do we have more clarity <laughs> since the time we had our last podcast? Because I feel like I'm just as confused. I think, less, I think we're still lacking on the clarity, but we've just accepted at this point. Like quarantine is just like habitual now. It's just like normal. And normal life. I don't want it to be normal, but it just is at this point. Yeah. Um, I can't fight it any longer, you know, <laughs> I can't, I can't let it control my, my brain. Cause you know, I was sending you stuff like every 10 minutes, you were sending me stuff every five minutes, like Facts. the hula hoops with all these news reports, Girl. And, you know, personal Instagram stories. And it, it's just been a roller coaster. It has been. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad to say that you and I, I'm grateful that you and I are both even able to do the podcast with all of the deaths and people that have caught, well, I'm just saying the people that have caught this illness, um, apparently it's just, it's just real, it's just real ra- rampant out there. And, um, you, you know, know, personally that has, you know, been infected by. He said, do I know somebody? Yeah. Um, no, I think what hit me honestly the most was when you told me that you knew of someone or a few people that had, you know, caught it and, or people that you knew that knew people that have died. Like to me, that was the closest. Cause then I had someone who was close to me be like, yeah. well, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I I do know someone personally who has got it, but, you know, they're over it now. It was like a weak thing, like the flu. I'm not going to say it's the flu, but, you know, their body kind of fought it off like the flu, apparently, from what I heard. And then I do know somebody um, who knows somebody who unfortunately passed away from it. So that is, you know. Rest in peace. Um. um but and I what wanted- I do want to say, mm-hmm. let me just before I move on. From no, this, no, no, no. It did open my eyes though about like the numbers and stuff. I don't really pay attention to these like coronavirus numbers as much because I know how my friend was diagnosed and she was diagnosed without taking a test. So it's just like that could be a precautionary method, you know, for them to not have people spread. A potential virus but either way it makes me believe like the numbers are kind of I don't want to say fabricated but you know they're not they're not exact right so that's really ever since that I really haven't been taking it as I'm not gonna say I haven't taken it as seriously because I've been obeying self-quarantine but I'm not really concerned about catching it I mean knock on wood but I just feel I feel honestly and call me crazy I feel like I already had it. Like, I feel like whatever is going around, there was the one, uh, there was one time in the last two years where I got the worst flu of my life 
and it was when I moved to California and it just felt like a lot of people had that experience in the last like two or three years where they got the worst flu of their fucking life and my friend's experience seems to be similar and I just feel like whatever it was like the super flu whatever you want to call it I feel like it's already been up and through here and now like it just came in alarming numbers and you can't control it and I feel like I already had it or my immune system is just like I'm good on it right now because I was out here like I really was and I've been self-quarantined for longer than 14 days I feel great I've been you know taking a bunch of supplements and stuff I don't, I don't know I just feel like if you were gonna catch it you would have caught in it at this point that's how, how I feel <clears throat> yeah and I'm trying to be careful <laughs> with what I'm about to say because I don't want the internet to light my ass up Ooh. but controversial with the number piece of it like I just struggle. Okay, we find we're finding out new information like minute by minute by minute. Like the government, I don't even really feels like they know a total scope of what's going on. Hell, they don't because they oh, discover okay. something every five <laughs> seconds, right? They just don't. So with these alarming rates of people that are dying um, at the speed of which they're dying, whatever the case may be, um, because I don't trust the government in a lot of ways. Um, they've been proven to lie to us time and time again. I mean, it's been proven for centuries. Um, I struggle with, you know, people that are dying, that it's strictly from the coronavirus, right? Like, I just, I struggle with being like, really? Like, all these people are dying from the coronavirus? Like, are you sure some of these people just didn't have pre-existing you know what I'm saying and it was just system was already compromised that's what I'm saying yeah because think about it the flu and this is I'm I'm speaking in this in like a totally different example because I'm not even going to compare the flu to coronavirus but if we're looking at each and um each case or each disease differently or virus differently the flu, if you're naturally sick or you're, you have a pre-existing condition, the flu will take you out. If you have a pre-existing condition, pneumonia will take you out. If you have a pre-existing condition, like, so for me, I just, you know, 8,000 people died today within 24 hours due to the coronavirus. It's like, and I'm not laughing at that. I'm just like, is the, is everybody dying really because of the coronavirus or is there something else that, you know, are some people dying because of the coronavirus? Sure, maybe, right? Like, I don't want to discount or disrespect families that are believe in that. Um, but I don't know, Whitney, I just... Girl, but what I can say about that, like, it's, you heard that now the new target, or not target, but the main uh, demographic being taken out by the coronavirus is younger black. people. Black people too. They're black, example, black yeah. people are the highest demographic being taken out. But if you think about that, it goes in line with your theory because most black people, I mean, I hate to say it, but especially our elders have pre-existing underlying conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, glycoma, whatever, the, whatever is a lot of the black community suffers from those type of illnesses. Very true. Especially when they're older. So, okay. Like you said, that makes sense. Oh, that would be that we would be affected more than other people because of these pre-existing conditions we have and that's it's like okay it's just like the flu or pneumonia basically I'm not saying it is but from what I've heard firsthand from somebody who was quote-unquote diagnosed 
it sounds just like pneumonia with severe respiratory, you know, emphasis on respiratory. Like it's very hard to breathe. Exactly. You know, like that's, and you lose your taste and smell like completely. Like that's the number one. Those are two of like the number one identifiers, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yes. I mean, to what you said. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it fits right into my theory. Um, but it, really, in just my whole thought on the COVID-19 is just, I feel so studious when I say it like that. Um, COVID-19, I feel as though, like, just something isn't right. Like, a lot of shit ain't there, right. I, <laughs> and let's talk about this social distancing this quarantine, the social distancing, uh, you know, I'm all here for it. If that's what we need to do to get the numbers down, great. Like, let's do it. Let's do what we need to do. Let me ask you this, Mia. Have you ever heard of the word social distancing before this? No. Why is everybody, like, people are acting like social distancing, like these commercials, the, the advertisements, they're like, we must obey social distancing. I'm like, is this a pre, like, when did we start using this word social distancing? Like, Girl, created this it's just like how we <laughs> how we say toxic and you know how we we finally like I feel like toxic was like the most overused word of 2019 you know for everything narcissist toxic even though those are real words but what I'm saying is is with the social distancing it's like I saying in Instagram comments is completely different than government mandated information and everyone's like social distancing social distancing like when did y'all declare this on a state board or the government board that this was the term that needs to be spread across but I feel the same way about being tested positive the the term tested positive we've only ever used somebody was tested positive for HIV HIV never in the history of my lifetime of 33 years here have I been like oh so-and-so tested positive for the flu oh god someone tested positive for pneumonia someone tested positive it's like don't 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 tested positive oh you contracted true so think about that Think about you it. You never say like, oh, she tested positive for cancer. Yeah, you tested like, positive for cancer. You know, you contracted cancer. It's like we're picking and choosing the 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 hit of the magnitude of, you know, how this is. Imp- it's just too much. It's yeah. too much. It's literally like they handed out instructions and said, hey, every single media outlet, these are the words you need to, these yeah. are the hot words you need to hit. And guess what we do? <laughs> oh my God, did you see so-and-so tested positive? Girl, he tested positive. Girl, who tested positive? Girl, he tested positive. I'm like, oh my God, if somebody says somebody tested positive and for I don't coronavirus. Know if, I don't know if celebrities are like coming out with this information for clout or for more, because I just don't understand why this would be the information you choose to share with everyone. You know, like, why? <laughs> like, Andy Cohen. Like, we didn't need to really know that. Really? Or any of them. Idris. Like, we didn't even know where you were at or what you were doing. You had nothing on the calendar. No one was real. No one knew nothing. Girl, so, I just don't even exactly. understand why. And I feel like this. I saw a meme about it, and I just feel like this in real life. I don't need to know about any other celebrity that tests positive for this goddamn coronavirus. I don't know you. I'm not around you. I'll probably never be around you in that capacity. Let me know if Dave from accounting has it or not, right? Like, That's all I need someone to know. who affects my daily life. Oh my God, Bridgestone, they have 
30% of their employees. Oh my God, Chick-fil-A, they have 20% of, like, those are real, like, that's my reality, right? But Idris, Andy Cohen coming on, looking really, really sick and homely. I don't need to know that, you know? Um, Especially when everything's stopped right now anyway. It's not like anyone's like, oh, where's Andy? He hasn't been on the show. Nobody's working right now. So you don't really have to explain your absence. There's really no reason to tell the whole world that you have COVID, except the fact you want to tell the whole world you have COVID. Well, I'm thinking it was mainly from an awareness standpoint, because even that news reporter, the top surgeon of America, whatever, the general surgeon of the United States, he came out and was like, Kylie Jenner, could you please put out a PSA about how important it is. And then she came out and was like, Hey guys, you know, make sure, you know, your social distancing, you know, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, that's the only thing I can think of as to why celebrities are. And maybe if people know that these celebrities are getting it, they will see the severity of it. Um, girl, it's just know. become a one big meme at this point. So I don't really know what <laughs> girl working but I just need to come out of it I need the rest of my year to be back I need um life to resume as normal now the one thing I will say is that I'm glad that this happened because I feel like America we've been on just like a a non-stop in go mode right so I think we all can agree to some degree like everyone needed this rest resting phase period um, bills being delayed and stopped and interest rates being frozen, more time being spent with people's families. I think we all can agree that the, this world has needed that, but all right, I'm ready for it to kind of come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it to kind of get back to normal. Um, because I'm hoping that it will get back to normal to be honest. I mean, in, it, it could be a new normal, but I'm just saying I want to go outside. It's 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 weird. It's very eerie being on these roads and there's nobody out there. It's just like, did I wake up and like, and my days have been feeling like just run on sentences. I go to sleep at like 3 a.m. Like, it's just totally backwards. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of daydreaming, like not even connecting with reality. Um, but when I do like the news I do here, like about us going back to our daily activities, like none of it's good. <laughs> it's not like, good. We'll be good. Like we'll be lucky if June, July, like we're lucky if June and July we get out. And then it's like, even when we get out, it's not going to be like regular life. Like we're used to. Exactly. You know, like I'm hoping and I'm praying that like, we don't have to start, adopting some new processes in order to get permission to travel to have a function to fucking leave your apartment a few times like I'm hoping all of our freedoms are given back to us I hope we don't have to like have any type of like vaccine or something vaccination that's the other big piece to this a lot of people are afraid it's gonna be a mandatory vaccine so I agree it's a few parts I'm just a little skeptical on. The whole stimulus check thing, um, I mean, I don't really intend on getting it, but it seems like it's really going to happen probably like around May or June. 
Um, I don't know if it's really gonna happen, but I don't know. The from what I've been looking at, people really think it's, they're really gonna get these checks. So yeah, that makes me feel like we'll be in the house even longer if people get these checks. Yeah, maybe to fall. So I oh. hope that's not the case because I'm gonna need some serious oh. like counseling. <laughs> My gosh, I and see for me, I can't even. I am not accepting that right now because I have, and I've expressed this before, I have like really, really high anxiety moments. And for me to internalize that, like, it's cool if people say it like, Hey, there's a possibility, right? It's like, Oh, there's a possibility. Okay. 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 But for me to take that and actually internalize it and say, Oh my God, we're going to, we, there is a great possibility that this will not be over until July or you know, that will literally put me in a space where it'll be hard to come out of because, um, that's why I be escaping. I just be escaping 24 seven. I mean, I only have a few vices, but these motherfuckers have hit overdrive. Like, <laughs> my vices is on a thousand right, right? now because right? I don't even drink, but my tolerance is up, you know, like, I don't even want to look at reality. I can't really look at the news. I can't stomach it because it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It feels like they're lying or it feels like I'm not knowing everything. I'd rather not even know at this point. <laughs> I know that they've, um, in Tennessee anyways, our governor has signed a mandate as of like last week that we were going to be on um, lockdown um, until April 14th, like mandatory lockdown. Oh, y'all coming up out of it. We are, but, and then the mandate is lifted. However, the recommendation for us to still practice social distancing is until the 24th of April. Okay. So are the kids out of school? That's the the confusion. That's where the confusion comes in. Because even with Georgia, you know, um, my girlfriend down there, she was like, girl, the beauty supply stores are open, blah, blah, blah their governor finally came out and was like, all right, we're, you know, mandating everybody needs to be practicing social distancing. Literally the day after he came out with that, he's like, all right, I'm opening up all the beaches in Georgia. Opening up the beaches. He wants people to go to the beach? Yes. Okay. A day after he signed a mandate for lockdown for, for everyone to practice, not I recommend you stay at home. No y'all's ass better be staying at home or else you'll be fine a day after he did that it came out that beaches will be open why would they i don't get it just like with tennessee why would you only sign a mandate for the 14th but your recommendation is till the 24th if you don't mandate it what type of control that's basically saying okay i trust you to do what you're supposed to do but as we know people don't do that right like not everybody does that. So it's like, why are these governors not really on one accord? Like, you know, like that's really weird for me. It's weird. It gives us kind of false hope. It gives some people hope like, oh girl, we'll be done by the 24th. Oh girl, he lifted that up. Oh girl. Well, we're on there till June 10th. What? Well, girl, you know, it's weird. They may be, I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but they may be in expectation of some type of federal you know, thing coming and basically mandating it for everyone. Cause that's what I just think that they care about the economy. 
Yeah, but I feel like I feel the 14th, like they want people to get back to work. I guarantee you, I guarantee you by the 14th, you're going to hear something else about it and things are going to change again. Like, I feel like they just throwing something out there to, to, you know, pacify people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. I don't, I mean, I don't doubt, it. I don't believe I anything. I guarantee you by the 14th, it's going to be something else. Yeah, I don't doubt, I don't doubt, um, again, I don't believe the government, right? I, I mean, I need, like, to see proof, this, 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 and even when I see all this shit, I need to see something else before I'm like, okay, I'm invested into what they're saying. Like, I still have an ear to the streets, know what's going on to some degree, but, you know, do I believe that we're going to only be under mandatory lockdown to the 14th? No. Do I feel like this is going to last just until the 24th? No. But at the same time, I just am, it's just, it's freaky that all these different states have different rules. Like, why? If it's affecting all of us, why do we have all of these different rules and dates? Because everybody can, can, govern their own jurisdiction. I mean, I get that. I'm just saying like, it seems to me everybody should be speaking to each other and saying, okay, mandatory, each state needs to be on lockdown until April 24th. And then from there, we'll look at the numbers. I think people aren't agreeing on it. And I think ultimately something federally is going to have to get passed down. Like, yeah. Because even looking at like Wuhan, China, where they, you know, are saying it, this is where everything originated from. Their lockdown lasted 76 days. You know, we're behind. Like, we're nowhere near 76 days. Yeah. And it wasn't even as heavily enforced as Wuhan. So right. it's like, if they, whatever happened there, basically it's going to happen here. Yeah. If these numbers are right. So it's just like, I, I don't know. I think something's going to have, I think something may, like, more strict is coming. From a globally, like, from a, um, from like a national from a national standpoint point yeah pretty soon i think something more strict is coming um that's all for us to get out i feel like it has to if, if this is really spreading the way they they are saying then the only way we can get out is if they if it's a strict 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 mandated quarantine where it's really like okay there's no new cases at this point right and i'm just like if we get that why don't they get it like it's the most common sense thing ever and what is there to negotiate here like other than a date but i I don't know i just i'm in the twilight zone a lot of people have been impacted and i i just like my heart goes out i do have some personal friends who have been affected and like their companies are furloughing people until certain dates and they're doing like um uh, pay um what do you call it pay when your pay getting decreased um decreased there so they're getting a um demotion yeah they're, everyone's getting like a, a demotion i don't know if it's temporary or what but um you know it's fucked up it's just fucked up I'm, i feel so grateful at this time but then it's also really confusing to feel grateful at a time like this when like the world's in chaos so yeah it's just i don't know it's weird. I'm glad we're back on here. Me too. To Me too. I, uh, you know, I just have been lollygagging through fucking life at this point, honey. I don't even know who I am some days. I'm like, who am I? Where am I? 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I am I one. <laughs> I'm we, here. We usually do our California love in um, Nashville City streets. Music City streets. Music City streets. Music City streets. I had an idea since we've been in quarantine. Okay. <laughs> okay, girl. Switch Both it up. Our lives are basically the same now. So, but um, yeah. So. I was going through some stuff for like mental health and, you know, a few things that people suggest you do on a regular basis so that you stay sane during quarantine. And it's a few like daily questions. So I figured we could just check in with each other on these and, you know, people at home can do these, you know, when they feel like it too. So the first one is these are daily quarantine questions that you should check in with yourself for. So what are you grateful for? What have you been grateful for during quarantine? My immune system. Your immune system. See? Your body. I'm grateful for my house, my apartment, my dwelling. I'm very grateful to be yeah. here. Like, I feel comfortable here. I'm blessed. So, yeah. Your good things to ask yep. yourself. Okay. What is your expectation of every day in quarantine? Like, your normal routine? Like, what's something you have to do every day in quarantine? Like, something to keep you centered one thing I would say to keep me centered is to take a nap okay I have to take a nap during quarantine (laughs) I know that that's not probably what people may expect me to say but I definitely felt more productive when I was not in quarantine. You know, people have to understand I've been working from home for almost three years and, um, you know, it's different when the outside world is shut down and you're forced to actually mentally be at home. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's more of a luxury to me when the outside world is going on and working, you have the convenience to be like, you know what? I got errands to run. I'm working, but I'm a, schedule this meeting. I'm gonna take care of this. I'm gonna come back. I'm extremely productive off quarantine. Under While I've been social distancing, I have been legit the laziest person ever. Um, so much of the fact of I'll do one task and I'll be tired. <laughs> like I'll just be tired. I'm like, oh, honey, I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> He's like, babe, you just you just got up. Like, I'm like, again, I'm going to go lay down so I can have my self-care. Like, that's one thing that I have to do daily. It's important. Self-care. It's important right now for me to take my nap. Yeah. It's also said that, okay, there's one, every, every single day you should be involved in something beautiful or creative during your quarantine. That could be like watching a movie. It could be something that just frees your mind up. So yours could be taking a nap. But I'm taking a nap. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. What's yours? Mine, mine is, you know, connecting with the universe with through herbal medicines. So <laughs> I use herbal remedies and everything. <laughs> they really, you know, really just calm me down, relax me, get me back down to earth, grounded, grateful, thankful. You know, when you did this, this reminds me of the part in Girlfriends with Maya, when William, when Maya was sitting in the office with Joan talking to her, like gossiping, and William was like, Maya, what are you doing? She was like, talking to Joan. She was like, he was like, what are you supposed to be doing? She was like, 
following my bliss. <laughs> oh, man, you so I was just like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I love that show, by the way. Follow your bliss, people. Following don't, my bliss. Don't let quarantine get you down. Yeah. So any hot topics in the streets? So those were all the questions? Uh, most of them. Okay. I don't know all of them. I had like six of them, but. <clears throat> I think I did actually have. Well, I wanted to talk about. Yeah, you go. Cause I don't really have anything. Yeah, I mean, I, these celebs have been out here wild and on chain. They are just bored as fuck. But um, <laughs> in lighter news, you know, Jenny Mai and Jeezy are engaged. Congratulations. Yeah. Congra- can I just say that I absolutely adore them as a couple? I absolutely do. I feel it's genuine. You know, we never know what people are dealing with um, from the from the outside looking in. But, you know, just from what we have seen, um, I don't know. I just feel like they're both really, really genuinely happy with one another. And even if they didn't become married, let's say they split up, I really, truly just enjoy them as a couple. Because um, I like, separately, I like, G- I love Jeezy. And separately, I like Jeannie Mai. So there they are. There it is. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. They look really good together. Um, there is there is some controversy surrounding their um, union that I, of course, have to speak on. So um, I'll go to our comment section first. So I posted a picture of them on our Instagram, Melon and Me Podcast, if you're not already following. And one of our top, uh, you know, comments, commenters got about, you know, 20 likes on this one. She says, I hate to see it. Another black man making women, making black women babies mothers while he proposes to a non-black woman. Lord, and we keep celebrating it. Make it make sense. So I responded to her because I do feel where she's coming from. And I used to be like the one who just always is like calling this out and calling out every black man who dates a non-black woman. And I get it. Like I get the frustration of it. But at the same time, it's like, it comes to a point in time where it's like, you're just hurting yourself. Like if you're going to keep getting upset by, by people's choices in their relationships, totally valid though. A hundred percent valid in my opinion, because I mean, it's just, we don't have to go down this road because this would be a long road, but it is, it is hurtful to see the same thing over and over again from successful black men, especially when they use this whole narrative of like the hood and the hood lifestyle and drugs and money and bitches and this and that. And then they go and link up with like, you know, Jenny Mai, you know, it's just, it's funny. It's interesting. Um, and she's also said some things about black men on her show about like them being, you know, guys that she would date on the side but nobody would she would really take seriously and it's just funny how you know other women keep getting forgiven for shit like that but black women for some reason it's like everything is held over our heads and it's like everything is analyzed and criticized and this that and the third he does have black baby mamas he does and he did propose to his because i've looked in researched his history and he he did propose to his baby moms but they did not end up walking down the aisle or whatever he proposed but, um, to i guess he has more than one i oh i don't know i think he had one. Oh, okay cool i know he has three kids so okay maybe he has two i think he proposed to the last one he proposed oh, okay. to one of them, 
one of them was his fiance, but they didn't end up getting married. So, I mean, it it is interesting because it is a trend. But at the end of the day, I would just suggest as black women going into 2020, like we just have bigger fish to fry. We have bigger things to worry about. Let them do them. You know, I wouldn't hold any animosity towards it at this point because it's just it's just gonna you know bring you down in the end so yeah and for those who um to piggyback off Whitney we spoke about this in a few of our earlier podcasts when we first started so um I would direct you to listen to those really too just to kind of hear like a full scope on our views on the whole situation because it was really really I mean it's really really a valid conversation um It's just so exhausting to keep going into. Yeah, it is very exhausting to keep going into it. And I also think that um, there really is no right or wrong, you know, as far as like who people love um, when it comes to the two of them being together, the two people who choose to be together. Um, And again, in those episodes that we discussed this, you'll you'll get to see both of our points of views. Um, But to the viewer question, I'm with you, Whitney. It's kind of like, you know, you can't, you can't manage everybody else's choices as to why they choose what they choose in the phase of their life that they do. Um, I think my bit, and I've always said this, you know, my biggest issue with interracial dating is not interracial dating. It's the fact that a lot of times with our black men specifically, they feel the need to put down the, 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 they feel the need to put down black women as to why they choose another race. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yo, dude, Hey, love who you love. Choose who you choose. Leave me out of it. I I don't know you. I didn't say anything to you. Don't put us all black women under one stereotype. We don't do that with you guys. You know, like it's just really lame. Uh, Black women will go through 80 black men and have 80 of bad experiences and still decide to choose a black man. I mean, you know, we may be like, you know, niggas ain't shit, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, we're still choosing y'all because we love y'all at the core, you know? So we don't, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, it's. And there are some black men out there that I've seen like step up to the plate and really declare like they stand for black women. And my, and at this point, like this is me literally in the last like six months to a year. I just choose to focus on the men who actually do fuck with black women and, yes. you know, support us and stuff. I'd rather just focus on that than constantly going, you know, going for the next of these men who don't. Exactly. Cause in, 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 in the reality of it, if we look around or if I look around in my reality, I see a lot of black men with black women. Like when I go outside of my door, everybody in my neighborhood, there is no inner, there is no, actually, I just lied. Oh, let me, let me stop we had one and that heavily relies on like where you live we yeah we had we had one in my like you know I walk outside and they're in this cul-de-sac or neighborhood or whatever but you know it is what it is and yeah I just I literally just have an issue when people have to beat down us as black women as to why they don't deal with us or you know the reason why you choose to date someone who's not fully black is because you know, she's got better hair or, you know, just all kinds of silly reasons that we've all kind of heard at one time or another as to why a black man will choose to date, you know, something different, you know, who, who cares, but just if I had any advice for black men who are like that, just, just be quiet. 
<laughs> just love who you love and just be quiet. That's it. Basically. That's it. Yeah. So speaking of black men, um, this happened like a week or two ago and I wanted to talk about it. I think I sent you the video of um, Offset, Cardi B's husband, Offset. So, you know, we all have been quarantined and it looks like Offset and Cardi B have been quarantined in the house. And, you know, he went live or he was streaming live or something like that. Um, and he was playing a video game and, you know, all of a sudden we hear Cardi call his name and he jumps up like a kid and like he thinks for a second and then he like grabs his cell phone and like puts it in his pocket like almost like hiding it from her as she like walks towards him and sneak shit sneaky as fuck (laughs) and then you know once she leaves or whatever he pulls his cell phone back out like he's safe and kind of like chuckles to himself so people start calling him out on that and he posted a viral video, um, a video online that went viral and was basically like, you know, it's bigger stuff out here to worry about, you know, him and his wife are, you know, really supporting each other right now. And he just wants everybody to be safe and people out here dying and people don't need to be worried about him and his relationship. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. And yeah, I wanted to uh, ask your opinion on that as a married woman. <laughs> Listen, what I have learned in not even marriage just out of common respect for your chosen partner right we choose each other to say all right we are off the market whatever we decide to do I don't want you doing this you know without me if you don't want me doing it you don't do it right it's it's such abc logic um so in these type of scenarios, I just, it it's very simple as well. Cardi B knows who she has. Offset knows who he has. And at the end of the day, you and I have a perception of that scenario like, damn, like this is some sneak fuck shit. Like there's no, it, it, like just look at it. There's nothing to even break down. There's nothing to really even ask. Like it could, it could have even been a nigga. Let's just say it was some shit he was trying to, you know, do. Maybe she was like, are you out the hustling game, nigga? You know, and he was like, yeah, I'm out. And then, you know, he's got to text somebody. It could be anything. But the reality is, is that it looked, it was obviously sneaky. It, it, you snuck your phone as soon as she, like, it's so simple. So I just chalk it up to being um, people will in relationships will do all this FBI investigation shit. They will, um, they will, men can cry, beg, plead, you know, I'm never going to do this again. Cause how many scandals has offset been in, in the media? Like countless. Um, They'll, you know, like again, say I'll never do it again. And the very next day they're doing it all over again. And so, I just think that Cardi, she saw it. She knows what it was. She, they probably didn't even talk about it, or maybe they did, but it was something that was like, what was that about? didn't even want to mention it. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I ain't going nowhere. We just bought a brand new house together. Um, and for a lot of these women, they just don't want to be embarrassed. So they've accepted a lot of shit that their men are doing or have done. It's just like, if you're going to do it, just don't have it out here in the public for Whitney and Mia to discuss. <laughs> yeah, why are you screaming, dude? Like, what? Yeah. 
Exactly. I'm so confused. So that's what I think that it was. It's just, or that's what how I feel about it. Is it's like you know, shit. Cardi, Cardi knows who she got. She knows who she's dealing with, and vice versa. And I've heard (laughs) a few men say, because I'm like, why? Why do you do that? Why do you do that on so and so? Or like, why? Why? You know, why is why is this why is she who you choose not enough you know you've married this person or whatever and it's like because I can because I can get away basically I can get away with it there you go all I'm gonna say is it take how many days to break a habit it take like 21 days to break a habit so all those serial cheaters out there I think y'all should be bought on day 21 yeah maybe (laughs) so shit may stop you know this could be a blessing or a curse to many couples out there. Yep. This is make a, a lot of couples should be safe right now because it's like you know where your spouse is. You ain't got to worry, wonder, you know, where they going. Everything's closed, so you know they, you know, just so this there should you, be This is when you see what the real issues are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, you just or not. Or not, you know. Um, so yeah. God oh, bless. I do want to shout out Cardi though. She has been my comedy relief during this quarantine. Uh, coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Her ass. Um, she has been just such a light in this dark space. Um, and she'd be so dead serious about her findings. And some of that shit do be making sense. So I'll be like, yup, you right. You right. <laughs> But shout out to her. Love Cardi B. I saw um I saw a uh post she ain't gonna love us. <laughs> talking about her man. Period. Yeah, I know. This is like the <laughs> second episode, but the third. Um we uh I saw this post on the shade room today about 50 Cent and he basically had came out and said, and I just thought it was so fucked up, but he had came out and said he um, would take Takashi six nine as his son over his own son. Like so, he'd take a snitch as his son over his own son. And to me, I just—he's such a college chaser. I just stuff like that just really breaks my heart when it comes to kids. And I know his son is probably over the age of eighteen by now, but it—he has some type of beef with his son. This isn't the first time they. they no, it's not the same. It's not. Dad. But what? No, but oh, I'm just saying okay. the impact from. Right. I'm just saying like the impact because think about therapy. So when people go to therapy, a lot, 90% of the time, a lot of people that are now adults, the reasons why that they are the way they are, maybe they think the way they do, or they view the things that they view or the trauma that they've, is usually from a childhood experience. That's usually not all the time, but a lot of times, you know, they'll say, okay, let's talk about your childhood. And then you start connecting. Um, who knows how, um, this young man, uh, his beef with his son, you know, is, has affected him in his decisions and his choices now or his trauma. Like just because they've had this long drawn out drama, you know, and it's like normalized, you know, I, it, I just still really feel for him, the son, because I'm just like, that's, it's not even just like you're an absentee father. It's like, you remind me every single day that I'm a piece of shit. You don't want me. You don't, you know, and nobody can give these men, especially our black men can give women, you know, as a parent, you can't fill those voids. 
when it comes to parents. You can't, you can, you can have a single person raise you to be a whole person and you can go on and live a wonderful life. But for a lot of people as well, they, um, they struggle with that void. You know, why doesn't he want me? You start to internalize some, a, a lot of things. And I, I just really empathize or what is it? Sympathize, empathize. I haven't gone through that, but I really do feel for the son and how that plays out in his adult life stuff that we don't even see you know what i'm saying um because no child should have to be reminded that they're a piece of shit <laughs> publicly uh you know i'd just rather you be absent i mean it's not no reminder the son's not i mean not a piece of shit i don't know why i'm saying like when i'm speaking to yeah i mean he's being reminded right now like publicly that yes i'm sure he's built up enough confidence now in his adult life to allow things to bounce off him because he knows his dad is a piece of shit and his mom and everybody else his village has probably instilled in him confidence and reaffirmations but i'm just saying based on what i saw today it just still affected me and i'm not even in it like you know stuff yeah. that I, yeah. Up. I'm just saying when you said remind I'm like what is the remind like he's not a piece of shit so I'm saying him? when his but his, his dad continuing to talk about him is him constantly being if he's listening or if somebody's like yo did you see what your dad said about you in the media you know it's like a constant just stop talking about your son just don't talk about if, you, if he's non-existent that's what I don't understand I don't I don't know. I try to take everything with a grain of salt now because I don't really be knowing what the fuck is real and what's not real, but it just doesn't make any sense to me because if you have been a deadbeat father and you don't even really claim this child, why, like you said, why do you even keep bringing them up? That doesn't make any sense. That's your guilty conscience. And like, I know this firsthand because like, I'm not, you know, me and my dad, we're not a good relationship. I mean, we're okay now, but he didn't raise me or whatever. And he feels really guilty in a way where he'll randomly just, you know, come at me with crazy fights about nothing and stuff that has nothing to do with me, like just crazy shit. And it's his guilty conscience of like him not being there for all those years. And it's just like, I have completely disassociated that like relationship. So it's just kind of like, it doesn't really affect me. Not saying it doesn't affect me, but I've already dealt with that. Like it's already like, I'd have to feel like that bond for you to really hurt me. Like if it was my mom saying that to me, I would be on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, hopefully that son, that son has worked up like that armor to be able to like protect himself from that. Um, but for me looking at this, this is definitely like a deadbeat father in his guilty conscience. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's the type of person 50 Cent is when he wants attention from these celebrities or whatever. He starts internet fights with them. He loans them money so he can call them out about loaning them the money. Like, that's what he does for, like, that type of attention or whatever. And so he's not getting the attention from his son. He doesn't have the emotional matureness to actually go to his son and start these conversations and apologize and start a relationship. And he's going to try to get that attention from him any way he can. Would you date a guy like 50 Cent? Like if, if you, if a guy had the same situation where he took care of like one, but he had an awful relationship with his other one, could you date? And not because of, apparently with 50 Cent, it's, you know, his baby mama that caused that strain. And then the son took the side of his mom 
and then, you know, from what we know, that's kind of like in a high level nutshell. What I'm saying is, could you date a guy from the outside looking in that like, he was at least there for one of his kids, but he wasn't there and talked shit to you about his other kid that he wasn't there and blamed it all on. Well, I told you I ran into 50 Cent one day outside my job. You did. did. He is fine. He looks good. I mean, he looks way better in person than he does on TV, which is crazy. But no, I could not. I can't even like more than one baby mom is automatically hell no for me. But regardless, morally, that's fucked up. And anybody I'm with, I wouldn't allow myself to be with a debut father. Like I was, I had a debut father. I would never, I could yeah. never. Ever. But is he a deadbeat father if he takes care of another child of his? Yeah, I don't care if you have 99 children and you take care of 98, you're still a deadbeat yeah. father. Yeah. Like, right. And you can run from the paternity test or whatever, but if, there's, if those are your kids and you don't want to acknowledge or take care of them, you're a deadbeat because that child did not ask to be here, period. Right. I agree. So, I agree. That is what it is. Talking about fathers and deadbeats, did you see um, Drake's baby? <laughs> I did. He... Not saying he's a deadbeat. I'm not saying that, but you that, know, is... that was what Pusha T said. That baby is super cute. Um, <laughs> he just looks, I don't know who he looks like. I know, I think my sister was saying he looks like Drake's mom. Yeah, apparently it was a lot of outlash or controversy, whatever you want to call it, in the streets of a uh, shade room because they expected the baby to be blacker. But he's the- 75% white. <laughs> Thank you. His his dad is half black, so he's half white, and his mom is like full white or whatever. You can, I mean, whether she's Jewish, what, she's full whatever. So the baby has like a quarter black. <laughs> what did we expect? <laughs> We are just so crazy. We are so crazy how we dissect things and make it stick to our own beliefs. But his te- now his texture of hair is that I can't remember. Is it is it textured? Because I know it's curly, but is it like kind of kinky? It's like Caucasian curly. Is it Caucasian? Okay, I can't. I was like I couldn't remember. <laughs> if you've seen the movie Curly Sue, it's like Curly Sue. Oh um, damn, that's white. I love curly sue. That's I love curly sue, but I'm just saying that's the texture true. is oh is, is is white. Yeah, it's he has like lock curly curly locks. So he's got beautiful hair gold, though. Goldie super locks. blonde. Um, the baby, the child. Um, <laughs> I would say that that child looks like I'm not going to comment on anyone's child, but I'm saying like the look on that child's face in those photos that were shared. It's like that baby had never seen. Aubrey Graham a day in his fucking life okay that's all I'm gonna say that baby looked frightened startled not comfortable just uh. and Drake didn't look that much more comfortable or happy either like those pictures looked forced and the caption was odd to say the least it was like a very long caption that had nothing, he didn't even mention his son's name. He didn't even say anything about the people in the picture. He just said, like, we need to start cherishing the moments and living. And it was very, like, it, it had nothing to do with the fucking picture. It was, right. like, reflecting from everything. And as soon as he dropped the picture, his baby moms dropped the picture. And so I'm thinking, were you forced to drop this picture because she was going to drop the picture? I don't know. It's something weird about the whole the whole reveal. Um 
And it seemed as if he really didn't want to share, but he felt like he had to. And that caption was like deflecting from what was actually happening. Cause it's like, you had this kid for over two years, Pusha T told us a year and a half ago, you had the kid. Why are you just now dropping the picture in this weird ominous caption? I don't know. I don't right. Know. But I don't know. I I saw a lot of people, and this is another thing that I, I mean, no, I'm not even going to bring that up because we all have our own opinions on stuff and people are entitled. Well, it's this whole like, oh, I can't believe he chose her to have a baby with. You know, oh my gosh, she's trash looking. And I'm thinking like people, these men don't give a damn who they nut in. Like how many of y'all, how many times do we have to be reminded that oops babies are not necessarily like uncommon like it's not uncommon for these celebrities to be with someone who we wouldn't think they wouldn't be with like we've seen it time and time again you know and he's not with her he's not choose he's not like i'm gonna do right by her i'm gonna be make an honest woman out of her no he's like that's my baby mama it was accident oops stripper this is now this man's family you know and a part of me feels like he almost feels a bit embarrassed to have chosen quote unquote to be with this white woman to have a baby with it like it doesn't go with his image Image. yeah i agree honestly I agree, but I'm just saying, like, if you lay down with somebody with no protection and you nut in her, now, are there other variables? She could have turkey basted, she could have wore a condom, she could have went the extra mile and did all these extra, extra things. It's a lot of groupies out here who, I'm just, they call themselves groupies, but I have watched a lot of these interviews, radio interviews, these women say Drake does not use protection. Like, he's one of these rappers who, like, slings his peen and does not strap up oh wow usually yeah wow. it's a lot of a lot of interviews because these women go and interview right after they fuck him <laughs> they just go on the radio a lot of them some are like from love and hip-hop some from bad girls club like that yeah. is just he's fucked a lot of the girls off love and hip-hop mm. so it's crazy. It's wild. It, it, to me, it's like everybody got a chance. You have everyone everybody has a chance to be with all these celebrities, except for the ones that are super exclusive that are extremely hard to get to. And you don't even have to look like a whole lot of nothing. I mean, and I'm not saying his baby mom's ugly. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to be pageant beauty queen, model esque, perfect body to smash a celebrity and have a very high chance of getting pregnant by one. If, yeah if that's what you're looking for you know if that's what you want to do i mean i'm you know do it but i'm just saying it's like there are no standards anymore no you just go out here you get your bbl hey they have a few drinks in them you you know the bouncer you know so and so you get a good little opening you take an inch you take a mile boom you're in there now that bbl is the key <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say you get that bbl first you're in there like that's it that's an investment if that's what you want that's the lifestyle you want it's a good chance you can get it so and you got you probably have a real small window so you need to use that opportunity that's if we ever allowed out the house again i don't know when outside gonna open up back up but you can always take your shot at quarantine radio with tori lanes 
Um, yeah, he. I heard he's one that hooks up with everybody too. Everybody, like he, you can be him, him, him right now. Lives have been lit. Like the celebrities have been in these quarantine lives. Uh, groupies have been, you know, shaking ass in there and linking up and all types of shit. Like these are like the new club. It's crazy. I just want to shout out Justin, LA boy. He is by far the most amazing, disrespectful, honest, brutally honest, says shit you can relate to, but shit you don't want to relate to, you hate that you can relate to. His account, I swear, like, he gets easily $50,000, $50,000, 50000 followers. He'll get his page deleted because, again, he says... I don't know who that is. He said, it's just, a, it's, he's just, I didn't know either, but he knows apparently a lot of celebrities because a lot of celebrities follow him at the time he had an active page. And I remember one time in a lot of spiritual word, they got a lot of their shit from his page. Like sometimes spiritual word don't be hitting with the, with the memes like they used to. And it's because Justin's off and you realize, oh, they're just reusing the, some other bullshit. But Justin, I was, wondering, I was like, it seemed like they changed their content. Yeah. Yeah. And um I don't know. I just want him to come back to the to the to the Instagram space. I don't know who that guy is though. I gotta um, I don't yeah, just look him I mean he's on now he is on Twitter. Um he was one of the first people now he was he was legit one of the first people though after he did all you know, had like just regular pages with memes and stuff. Um he was one of the first to do the Instagram live where he would have strippers on there and he would like send $2,500 to, cause now, cause now he can't even create an Instagram without somebody creating a dummy Instagram. So he's had all these people come to him like, yo, like I've been sending money. He's like, yo, that's a fake page. So he can't even get on Instagram anymore because it's he's just that hot right now he's just the spotlight is just on him he he actually inspired tone whatever his name is Lanyas. he came he said he said it he was like justin you know he had a good lick he had a good idea you know where people come on live and they you throw it at him and people drop cash out yeah wow. so now that's like the new thing everybody's yeah, trying to do has been lit it really has been. so anyway i just want to come back because i've been needing some disrespectful shit oh yeah you gotta watch Bootsy and Tory Lanez they're out of control I mean the memes the memes the memes oh he's oh he's a meme page he was he would say like that's how he started you know he would just be and it wouldn't be like pictures with memes it would just be shit he says that's just ruthless um but then he had a separate page where he started doing the demon it was called demon night and it's a private page and you only are accepted if you, you know, going to participate in the lives and then they give you money. But his page got deleted. Oh, um, did you send money? You participated? I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't move over to that page. I wanted the memes. Oh. Give me the memes. Give me the sayings. Give me, give me the sayings so I can the repostables. You want the repostables? I want the repostables. And I even said it on his Twitter. I was like, yo, I don't know what you got on your lives. I was like, I'm not into it. I said, but I need you to come back and do these memes because that's how everybody's like, yeah, spiritual word. They be stealing your shit. It's been dry on Instagram. Spiritual world. I don't, I thought they've been doing a lot of paid, um, 
paid sponsored post. stuff. Paid yeah, post. I'm like, this don't even align with their brand. Maybe post mm-hmm. some stuff. Like, they've fallen off to me. They've they've they what? have fallen off to me. They they switched the way their shit looks or something. They changed yeah. their graphic. They changed something. They did. And they did change their graphic. They changed. Yeah, they changed their graphic. And they changed how they posted stuff, like meaning like with the pink border, like the pink backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, but um, do that. I don't know. But they're like I said, their stuff hasn't really been that funny or entertaining. Or if I if I read Spiritual Word, they'll have posted something you and I posted Days ago. a while ago, which is Days rare ago. because I used to take their stuff and post on our page. So it's this? weird. They're lame. And they have a whole team working for them. I so. I don't know how they're not on it like the shade room. Hey, this new world, the new world said those who will first, who were first are going to be last and those who were last are going to be first. Okay? Amen. Amen. That's why we're about to hit 20K right now. That's why we're about to hit 20K right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we tired of being last. We okay? tired of being last. Um, so, Melon and Magic, before we roll out of here. Yes. Um, it is Easter Sunday coming upon us. Yes. All right. And Tyler. Did Perry you give up anything? And his team. I no, I you know what? I never really participate in Lent. I didn't I didn't either this year. But I'm giving up, you know, shit, clubbing and shit. You giving up freedom. Yeah. But if y'all are interested in in a you know, spiritual Sunday, Easter Sunday, Tyler Perry gonna be you know up there with Kanye and Oprah and and Tina Turner and all types of people I don't know after I really don't know after the first two names but there's gonna be a lot of people celebrating oh Mariah Carey yep Mariah Carey okay so you know yeah virtual church this has to be the first time in existence that you know my grandma ain't going to Easter Sunday she was talking my head ear off about her for about an hour the other day she yeah. just can't eat this shit. <laughs> it's hitting them too, you know? Yeah. It's hitting like, them. Now, Pastor Reverend, now this Easter Sunday, we've been, now this, right, now this one, now, they done already had, they said it was going to do the big picnic this year now. I was like, Grandma, all that shit is out canceled. the door. It's okay. canceled, sis. It's canceled. <laughs> I said, what you can do is stream in. Right. <laughs> Get you a good seat and you'll be on time. Look, good seat. Get dressed up, honey, with the hat, oh, everything. Yeah. This is so crazy, girl. It's crazy. I feel like we're living in the last days. Oh, Lord. But, so, uh, I have some more fun games to wrap us up with for our Okay, meet, let's our do meet. it. So, we can play some Would You Rather. All or, right. Or we can answer some me questions. Personally. Let's do Would You Rather since we, yeah. we, we haven't done that before. All right, this is fun. All right. So would you rather, Mia, lounge by the pool or by the beach? Beach. Beach. What about yeah. you? I'll choose the beach, too. Pisces energy. <laughs> would you rather lose your sight or lose your memories? That's a tough one. I got some good-ass memories. I, I, oh. I'd say I'd rather lose my memories because I can always create new ones. Yeah, me too. I need my eyes. And I need to be able to see who the fuck coming and going, motherfucker. Like, I need to be able to see that sneak shit. That fuck shit. Offset. 
Oh my gosh. Would you rather give up AC or heat the rest of your life or give up the internet? I'd give up um, heat because I can always like add on layers to make warm me up. Like I can, you know, manipulate yeah. some shit. Right. I've lived without both of those for a long time. So I, <laughs> I could give that yeah, up through the internet. Okay. Um, would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button on your life? A rewind. Uh, would Drake say, I wish I could go back in life, not to change shit, but to fill a few fill things twice? Twice. That part. Oh, that's some real shit. Same. Hell yeah, it is. Damn, are we going to disagree on any of these? Let's see. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> Would you rather die before or after your partner? After. You'd rather die after your partner? Yeah. Because I could see my son longer. Yeah. 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 I'm what about you? After. <laughs> you said after. <laughs> I need to be here as long as I can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not done. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather take back anything you said? Oh, let me see. What's it say? Oh, would you rather take back anything you said wrong or hear any any conversation that's about you? If you had the ability, I'd rather take back some things that I've said. Because I've been, you know, when I get, <laughs> ciao. <laughs> I mean, I got, you know, I got people wanting to kill my <laughs> So, yeah, I would say some of the petty behavior from my mouth, because it can be lethal, I would, I would take that. Okay. This is the first all one of it was warranted. Hmm. This is the first one we'll disagree on. You said hear every conversation about you? Yeah. That's actually a really good one. It's, that's really a good one, though. That's, that's, I already don't trust y'all. Okay. That's, that's an, uh, in tune shit. If I heard that, I wouldn't have no damn friends. Girl, right. Or family. Girl, right. <laughs> Period. Okay. We only got a few more. So would you rather change the outcome of the last election or would you rather decide the outcome of the next election decide the outcome of the new election yeah same. yeah because it could have been just as bad with hillary exactly you just don't know <laughs> and we've already we're shit we're here now we're you here know? now we made it through barely. we made it through god damn we're it like quarantine like can you if we would have thought that to four years ago when he got elected would you say, oh yeah, we're all going to be locked up in the house, like on a mandatory lockdown into 2020. And guess what? People still would be saying he he would still be the president. <laughs> the greatest president. Yes, quarantine. This may be good for us. This this may be good for society. Oh gosh. <laughs> would you rather ask your ex for a favor or ask a com- complete stranger? A stranger. Actually, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask. <laughs> you better be careful now. Yeah. I'd ask an ex. Oh. I didn't think which. Through. I didn't think which, but I would ask an ex. You would ask an ex? Okay. I would ask a complete stranger. 
Yeah. If I had to ask anybody. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather detect every lie you hear or get away with every lie you say? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, thank you. Next question. <laughs> Oh shit, you came out the gate blazing. Pop, pop, pop. I'll answer first, okay? Yes, you answer first. I would rather detect every lie than get away with every lie. I really don't lie that often. I don't I really either, don't. but it just. I may lie to like not hurt someone's feelings, but like, I really don't lie that often. I don't lie that often, but the thing about it is the, the, the ones that I have lie. <laughs> You needed those. You need those. When I cashed in on the motherfuckers, I needed that. So. Next question. Last question. Next question. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, next. (laughs) Very last question. Would you rather. Oh, this is juicy. Would you rather people knew all the details of your finances or all the details of your love life? Well, being that all my close people know the details of my love life, I'm just going to go with that one because damn near the ones that need to know, know about it. So yeah, that was easy. Yeah, girl. I'm a, <laughs> that's all the details. There we go. Boom. I'm going to choose love life. <laughs> All we need is a moment of silence to wrap that up. So ooh, that was fun, y'all. That was so fun, Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do some things to loosen us up to a quarantine, girl. Oh, my sister hit me up uh the other day. She was like, You and Whitney need to do after dark. I was like, Thank you. Oh, she remembered after dark, huh? Yeah. Well, she said it like as if like we hadn't already been talking about it like she just like she came up with oh, like an idea that she yeah I was kind of confused I was maybe like, she did think of it yeah I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um so Where shout out to my sister Tiffany we love you um thank you we will be doing after dark here soon um especially during this quarantine what else I mean this really could have been an after dark segment um, with oh, yeah, I, can some, I can some after dark questions. Those shit, you already had some good questions. The fuck? I was not ready. I'm off and do a little after dark right now. A dollar to join and subscribe. Yeah. Do you have the questions? I, I don't do. Have... We do. Right do? We do. Oh, so okay. y'all, you better follow us, Melon and Me Podcast on Instagram. Also, make sure you are subscribed on Spotify and iTunes. Leave yes. a comment and a rating. Yes. And yeah, we will, I don't know, talk to you Until later. Until next yeah. time, be safe. Bye. Bye. All right. Do you have after?